You should bookmark that for Melandia, like the idea of cursing through the name you give your child. It's like a twist on like the, what was it, the Vikings? Like you give them such an ugly name, it scares demons away. (laughs) Gluglapia. Oh, no thank you. Mm. I'm going to call my kids shrooms. Everyone hallucinates when they get too close. (laughs) I'm going to call my kid Commitment. Nobody's going to mess with <laughs> We've come from afar, bringing tales from before. Old dragons drink bourbon, but we three drink more. Welcome back to Dragons Drink Bourbon. I'm Ella. I'm Cletus. And I'm Miles. What are we drinking today, Miles? Well, today we're doing smoked old fashions. One of my faves. Maybe my favorite drink. It's definitely a go-to. But today we use Pendleton whiskey. It is a Canadian blended whiskey. Uh, It's roasted in American oak barrels. And I believe it is from Oregon. Oregon. Oregano. Oregano. The highest peak, Mount Hood. Mount Hood, G. And Miles is too humble to say it, but one of the reasons we're drinking Smoke Old Fashions is because it's very near to his birthday. So, happy birthday, Miles. Happy birthday. Thank you very much, and a very hearty, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We are quite relieved you were born. Yeah. Be very awkward talking to an empty seat. (laughs) Just a figment of your imagination. I would not even know Ella if not for you because you brought her to Margarita Night the first time I met her. This is true. When we nicknamed her, uh, what did we name her? A witch. Sailing fan She's a witch. something. Roomba MacGyver. Oh, MacGyver. MacGyver. Roomba MacGyver, yeah. That's right. Upgraded from Miss Necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh <laughs> I she can comes explain. from a dark past. She comes from a dark past. <laughs> uh, you meet your friends and you talk them out of some unhealthy habits and they get upgraded nicknames. <laughs> and now she's room with guy. No. I also forgot to mention that we used uh, a smoked oak wood in our smoked old fashions for what it's worth. To complement the oak barrels. Well, guys, it's our last Irish tale for a while anyway. And our final episode in March, because we're not going to release anything next Monday, which is the last Monday of the month. Suffer in silence. I thought we should close out with something a bit lighter than the densely packed leprechaun lore of last week. And focus on a tale with good, applicable lessons for us to carry into the last chunk of our month. And maybe even the rest of our lives. Mm. Aww. So gather round, kiddos, because today's tale is that of the lazy beauty and her aunts. Aunts? I say aunts. Aunts. Oh, good, because they're not little tiny creatures. Yeah, that's how I differentiate. I say aunts, too. I will begin our tale not strictly with the title characters, but by presenting a poor widow woman and her daughter. 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 Mint Julie, <laughs> who has been by my side for some several years. Here I come, Papa. Thank you, Mint Julie. 
It's a little early for me not to be able to speak and read, but I'm not going <laughs> to fix it this time. I'm going to leave it. It's a good smoked old fashioned. Her daughter, Anastasia, nicknamed Auntie, which oh. isn't nearly so pretty and fun to say. They named her Anastasia because she was born and she'd be putting motherfuckers to sleep. <laughs> oh, wait, that's Anastasia. That's Anastasia. But... <laughs> <laughs> I guess if it's really good Anastasia, it could be like Anastasia. I like it. You should... Keep it. On one hand, the mother. The most hard-working, single-parent, independent lady badass in their townland or county. Strong, independent woman. Don't need no Irish man. Period. She's still poor, though, because she's single. Uh, she was particularly skilled Damn, with... fucking shots, ain't she? <laughs> Bruh. Right. I'm just being realistic. <laughs> she was particularly skilled with a spinning wheel. And oh, how she wished her daughter, poor as they were, could be as handy and industrious as she was herself. Lazy, bitch. And on the other hand, we have her daughter, a drop-dead gorgeous beauty, and lazy as a fucking pig. Oh, I was right. Yep. <laughs> yes. She slept in till late, mm. ate her breakfast before finishing her prayers, hold your commentary, Cletus, <laughs> and then twiddled her thumbs and diddly dawdled the day away for all the effort it took just to get her ass out of bed. <laughs> I mean, if she's twiddling and diddly before she gets out of bed, she's... I mean, yeah, she's I don't her. wake up till the crack of noon, so. <laughs> she's just trying to make sure she's squared away for the day. She's diddling and stuff, and then she gets out of bed. There's nothing wrong with that. I see you, girl. She's <laughs> single. Why not? Right. It was as if lifting her Where hand. Where are cucumbers at? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> How do you keep getting sprained wrists? <laughs> How do we keep getting pickles? <laughs> Those cucumbers keep pickling. <laughs> oh. It was as if lifting her hand to any chore would wound her. Simply making eye contact with the stove would burn her fingers. The thought of laundry made her hands feel cracked and blistered before they even drew near to water and suds. What kind of water is she using to crack and blister her hands? <laughs> that hard water. You you try washing laundry a couple hundred years well, ago. Well, I guess they didn't have that. washing machines. That's no. true. They were like washing boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah just that's go out true. Go stream and get some rocks and wash boards. And just... <laughs> that's true. That's or true. Look, look at my privilege. Right. You're a time traveler and you still haven't learned. I know. Even the act of speaking troubled her. And I would she... beat her ass, man. <laughs> Wait, so she won't talk either? She I drawled her, her speech slow and laboriously. So she would talk, but she'd be like, Oh, well, actually, she would just speak really slow because it takes so much effort. I would get up and walk away and then come back and be <laughs> so her So she was the first Irish goth. <laughs> just heavy laden with depression. For no all reason. these burdens from washing dishes and clothes and cracked hands. She didn't even wash them. She just looked at them and decided it was too much. Yeah, the burden's too much to bear. Even though she began the day diddling. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, right. that should give you the energy right there. Mm-hmm. You diddle, you might get a little nap after, and then you just get to working. Yep. Working before twerking. That's mm-hmm. what I always say. Mm-hmm. Does she have to, like, cuddle with herself and nap? Yes. But even if you do that, you just... She might have a, a body pillow. Yeah. Back in those days, it was probably like a body stone. I don't know. Yeah, it's foreign yeah. to me. Body stone. She oh, just... I'm sorry. I got somebody to love. I'm sorry. Relationship. Have her. Okay. Can't all find giants that we just settle down with and adore forever. That we put in cribs. Right. Make and Act make, like babies when other eat, giants come around. Give stone okay. to eat. My enemies don't got their middle finger anymore. Do yours? Yes. My way of living is better. Touche. I'll give you that. I don't know why you steal their middle fingers. But it's the source of their... It's the crack, crack, crack. Exactly. But they get their strength. Exactly. When they start cracking it. They're like turning houses around and stuff. I don't need to check for a different source of strength. I just assume, assume. everyone who crosses me. <laughs> why? <laughs> Your source of strength. What are you talking about? <laughs> you crazy fucking bitch. I'm 97. What are you talking about? <laughs> you cut me off in traffic. <laughs> so so flipping a bird, somebody flips you off and you're like, he's casting a spell. Pull out a sword and just chop off their finger. I do what I got to do. Stop. Because she's a witch. I made it this far. <laughs> Surprisingly, without any charges being pressed. (laughs) Obviously, this caused her mother no small bit of aggravation, and so she took to scolding the lazy little shit and tried her damnness to whip her into shape. Physically? With reeds. Probably Mm. not, because it didn't work. Yeah, ooh, she shouldn't be her. The description Probably not, because her mom was just as lazy. (laughs) she's the hardest working woman in town (laughs) not if she ain't beating somebody even still her daughter improved like dead foul in august so that's what she smelled like probably it's probably too tiring to shower that's true that's fair well one particularly trying morning the young beauty found herself once more on the receiving end of a lengthy verbal lashing from her poor old mother. They stood outside, likely arguing over the regular chores. Look, bitch, do them goddamn dishes. I tell you right now, you don't do them dishes. Hey, I don't care if I can turn you all. You goddamn wash those dishes. I'm out here sucking dick for cash. You don't even know what the fuck's going on in this goddamn town. I'm the biggest trick there is. I just need to go back inside and dead all. When the king's son rode by. He couldn't help but overhear on account of the land directly beside main roads not being very private. And instead of doing the polite thing, looking away, embarrassed, pretending to be very fascinated with nearby foliage. Or telling them to shut their asses up. The prince instead stopped and flat out addressed the women. Mm. What is that anymore? I'm going to do my man voice because I didn't print scripts. <clears throat> Hey, y'all. <laughs> I the Southern <laughs> What the fuck's going on over here? I got this. I'm going to try my hardest. Okay. Oh, you're doing it. Okay, go, go, I'm go. Gonna do- oh. mm. I'm going to do it. Oh, dear, my good woman. <laughs> That's Irish. That's Irish. <laughs> I can't do an accent. I'm just trying to be a man. <clears throat> Fair. 
Oh, dear, my good woman, he addressed the widow. Your daughter must be truly terrible to have worked you up to such an awful scolding. She lazy as fuck. She lazy as fuck. Surely, though, a girl this pretty can't be the one at fault. I don't know who I am. You're nobody right now. I ask, you hear that? I'm nobody. Wow. You all hear that? Wow. You see what he's got to do? I'm trying with? to contribute, and she just calls me a fucking nobody. She ain't wrong, but I don't like to hear it. <laughs> I didn't print scripts because they would have been like two lines oh, on like fine. a piece oh, of no, paper. Oh, no, we're so doing like, these We'll add them. Yeah. The woman hid the truth of the matter, meeting the nosy royal's question with well-disguised sarcasm. Stay in your lane, how? Your majesty, not at all. I was actually scolding her for working too much. No work-life balance, mm. this girl. You'd never believe, though I assure you it's true, that she spins three whole pounds of flax a day, mm. weaves it all into linen the next, and then sews that into new shirts the third day. And she just goes on and on, repeating her labors, the diligent lass. It just so happens that the queen, his mother, was famed for being the greatest spinner in the entire kingdom. She could spit them lines. <laughs> spinner. Oh, spinner. Oh. The queen, sad. the greatest spitter. <laughs> she, she could she could she she could she could turn them tables, you know what I'm saying? Check my flow, here I go. It's my royal flow every day. Oh, sorry. Every day she hustling. She's a queen. This girl would be sure to win his mother's approval. And it certainly didn't hurt the prince's motivation that she was a bombshell. This bitch spins like a tornado. And she's hot. Looks like I found the perfect girl to bring home to meet my mummy. Oh, Quickly, help her with her bonnet and cloak. Now lift her onto my horse. Yes, just behind So he's me. just abducting this female? Yeah. If the girl will have me... I'm positive my mother would be delighted to make one so skilled her daughter-in-law. And bring that time. jar of pickles. <laughs> How up on the times he is. To say, I can smell them from here. <laughs> <laughs> if she will have them. <laughs> the narrator does wonder if maybe the prince should have asked Anastasia's thoughts on the matter, or like even her name, mm. before getting her up on the horse. But if this podcast has taught us anything... It's that she's too lazy to fight back. She it, is. It's actually that Prince is going to do what Prince is going to do. Period. That's true, because the wealthy don't have con uh, consequences. No. No, I don't. <laughs> the widow didn't expect her jest to be taken so earnestly. She and her daughter felt a roller coaster of emotions. Confusion as to the prince's dense naivete? Was the sarcasm unclear? What family in poverty would scold anyone for working hard? They also felt joy at the proposal in itself. And fear most of all in being found out and accused and outed as liars and charlatans. They weren't sure what they should do. Should they cut their losses, admit their folly, risk it all? Give the prince time to like Anastasia as a person. So when they tell him the truth, 
He doesn't <clears throat> mind it so much because the power of love. Nah, scratch that last one. That's way riskier than just lying all the way through. Yeah. Facts. There you go. If dating's taught me anything, it's that you never tell the truth. If dating's taught me anything, it's that I'm going to be single. Well, that's pretty much what I was getting at. Oh. I'm in a long-term relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Life is sad. Not really. I'm fine. Well, there wasn't actually time to weigh out their options and think it through. The prince and his attendants were already off. Anastasia hanging on to the back of royalty when just moments before she was being chastised for extreme levels of sloth. From the Goonies. The prince or one of his attendants did take the time to toss a purse heavy with gold to the dazed mother. It was a Gucci too. It was a Gucci purse too. Mm. Because paying for a woman, or any person really, isn't at all grimy and gross. Yeah, I don't think that has anything to do with slavery. The mother exhaled a troubled shit. Once they were out of earshot. Oh, shite. Rightfully afraid something terrible would befall her father now. Father. I was like, nope. There's a different character. Let's see introduced. I don't even know why I'm here. (laughs) And Y'all seen Mint Julep? Y'all seen Mint Julep anywhere around here? I think I'm in the wrong story. <laughs> in Irish. Rightfully afraid something terrible would befall her daughter now, who could barely tie her own shoes. On the way to the palace, the prince tried his hand at conversation. Oh, thought he was trying his hand, you know. Oh, <laughs> I see you need some diddling there. <laughs> or would you like to do it yourself still? I don't care. You sound like Eeyore. Pretty much. All right, I'll do it you then. If it makes you happy. These are some good fucking pickles. Made them myself. He was trying to get to know his potential bride, but uh, <laughs> she wasn't good very good at conversation. Yeah, we yeah, did perfect, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Everything's falling into place. Yes. The royal suitor couldn't really make heads or tails of Anastasia's breeding or wit. The queen was a bit put off, to say the least, when her sweet son pulled up with a country bumpkin riding with him. She couldn't deny her beauty, a most important quality for passing on good genes and overcoming decades of inbreeding. This baby's gonna be fucking hot. She was especially impressed when she heard tell of all of Anastasia's spinning and sewing abilities. It's all right, Ma. She can she can spin a bunch of yarn. She can't spit. She can't spit. She spins. Best fucking DJ in Southern Ireland. <laughs> Meanwhile, the prince emphasized in a whisper that to be his wife, Anastasia would absolutely need to please the queen. Oh, all right, you're going to have to diddle me, mommy. No. No. (laughs) God damn it. Sit down there. Just a little bit, just please. Stop it. Over the course of that evening, the prince and Anastasia did actually spend more time together, and they found that they got along quite well. 
which is super convenient given how everything's gone thus far. But the threat of having to make good on her mother's claims loomed in the background and sent an icy chill through Anastasia's lazy heart. Uh-oh. Kind of lazy heart. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I guess I can be... Uh... Bump. <laughs> Bump. Bump. Just the lowest blood pressure ever. Bump. <laughs> No wonder the bitch is so tired all the time. Her blood pressure is fucking... Point one. Just <laughs> point to... one over point one. I tried to... through her veins. She shouldn't even be alive. I'll get there when I get I there. I had too many pronouns and not enough actual names, and it got confusing, and I tried to oh, fix it gosh. while reading it. <laughs> Clearly right. did not work. Sure enough, the matter of proof did come up. Mm. Anastasia was led to a luxurious bedroom by the queen herself. And as the woman bade her goodnight, she also gestured to a heap of fine flax already prepared in the same room. I don't know how to do a regal voice. Wait, hold on. You can begin as soon as you'd like. That was good. So that was good. I liked Wait, it. I liked Wait, it. I'm trying. I'm trying. I can be fun. I can be fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> you can begin as soon as you'd like tomorrow morning, you workaholic you, and I'll return to see all three pounds spun to nice thread the morning after. That was more fairy godmother than queen, but I can't do anything else. So I'm well, just, that's fine. I'm that's letting good. it. I, I, I'm down. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> when Ella doesn't have time for scripts and she has to do the voices and people are just like, oh, it's such a shame she didn't let the talented people do it. <laughs> just, it's practice for next Millblandia. There you that's go. There you go. Well, after that, Anastasia didn't get much sleep. She cried all through the night. <laughs> Lamenting that she didn't listen to her mother or learn any skills or trade at all from her. Lamentations. At least I can diddle myself. Diddle, diddle, diddle. Because she definitely had no idea what she was supposed to do. Shit. So she just tied all the yarn into knots. It's not even it. yarn. It's flax. It's not even thread yet. Like slept <laughs> on it. And when she came in the morning, just be like, these are some fine blankets. <laughs> I did it. The opposite of the princess in the pea. <laughs> Sleeping on knots. Am I classy enough for you? <laughs> Anastasia was left blissfully alone the next day. She sat at a grand mahogany spinning wheel with a heavy heart. She had the finest flax that money could buy, but she could hardly keep from breaking the thread. She either made it too fine, like a spider's web, or too coarse, like whipcord. She eventually gave up, pushing herself away from the wheel and bursting into tears anew. In that very moment of defeat, a small old woman materialized before Anastasia. She had surprisingly large feet. Well, one of them anyway. What? 
Yes. <laughs> Look at me, lass. I'm all clubfoot. Whatever's the matter, handsome Colleen? They want me to work. Anastasia blubbered out her woes, her fears and despair, granting her energy she normally didn't bother mustering to speak. I, I have to spin all that flax before to tomorrow morning, but I'll never even have five yards of fine thread. I suck. I get practice doing that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at your <laughs> Yes, you did. That was support. <laughs> I was laughing in support of your turmoil. Right. I love that you cry daily. Yeah, it builds character. And look at you now. The old woman comforted her with little pats and there theirs. It's all right. At least you don't have a giant fucking foot like me. <laughs> If Anastasia would promise to invite poor old woman Bigfoot, that's the direct translation of her name, I did not make it up, to her royal wedding, she would handle the labor while Anastasia slept through the night. A lazy bitch's dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I'd get me a Bigfoot, bitch. I know that's right. Anastasia eagerly agreed, promising to honor the old woman all her life. So the woman instructed the girl to invite the queen to come as early as she'd like for her thread the following morning. And the queen, to her delight, found all three pounds of flax spun into perfect and fine thread. Shit, your mom wasn't playing. The queen sent cheerily for her mahogany loom. A woman well-versed in work-break balance, she told Anastasia to rest to save the rest of the work of weaving all the thread into linen for the following day. Save that shit. Work and rest, work and rest, was the queen's motto. How nice for Anastasia. If only she was at all capable of the work part. She doesn't have to be. She's got a Bigfoot bitch. (laughs) Bigfoot bitch. Anastasia was even more stressed out this time. There was no opportunity to celebrate one near miss with another challenge Ooh, already get ocean before in there. her. Right? <laughs> near misses. You got to get ocean get in there. Ocean. For, it's a near, that's a uh, work Irish hazard. Ocean, Irish ocean. Yeah. Irish ocean. Irish ocean. Irish She was afraid to lose her chance at a life with her literal prince, but she didn't know how a loom even freaking worked. How does one put a warp in or use the shuttle? I'm mocking her a lot, but I have no idea. The only, sh- <laughs> only shuttles I know no, are really. in, no. in are like in Atlanta in the airport. I didn't even know those were names of like loom bits or processes. Sobbing, as in the way of beautiful princesses and great trouble everywhere, seemed to summon a different little woman this time. Oh. I got two big feet. This one had crazy wide hips. Ooh, I got them birthing hips. They call me Bertha. I'm Bertha Hips, Bertha. And her name was something I also cannot pronounce. So we'll go with Bertha. Due to her abnormally large hips. Birthing hips. Correction. 
Judging by the translation of the first name, I'm going to assume old woman wide hips. Mm. Old woman fetish! <laughs> she proposed this exact same bargain as the woman before her, and Anastasia gladly accepted. The queen was even more ecstatic this go-around. The thread had been woven into high-quality material, white as the finest paper. She repeated that Anastasia must rest and mingle with the nobles that day, for tomorrow she must impress them once more by taking the material and making up nice shirts with it. So you got your work cut out for you, girl. Mm. Proper rich boy silky shit, I imagine. And in exchange for this last feat, Anastasia could take one of those shirts, present it to the prince, and be married. No more questions asked. The story recommends at this juncture that we pity poor Anastasia for By being taking a lazy a shot. bitch. Oh. You take a shot for lazy bitches. That's fair. And I will. She was so close to getting her prince but so far at the same time. But she learned how this shit went by now. From all that diddling. So she sat patiently. (laughs) No tears this time. So close, so far. With scissors, needle, and thread at the ready. (laughs) Oh, come on, you old clubfoot bitch. And you fat hip bitch. Let's do some scissoring so obvious when you guys make the jokes but while i'm reading it aloud and proofreading my notes that's because you don't have the the brain of a man or a 13 year old boy i don't i don't that's us freshman class field trip right over here (laughs) hey man look i'm telling you dudes do not mature beyond that mentally go watch men whenever you hear some stranger fart in public Tell me every, every single man around him is not laughing, and he is not prideful of it. I... I take shits in the middle stall with the door open to establish dom- dominance. <laughs> a minute after noon, a third old woman appeared. Unlike the first two, she found Anastasia rejoicing in her appearance. This old woman had a big red nose. People called her... Cocaina. <laughs> <laughs> Was I wrong? No. Yes, you were uh, wrong. No, Are no, you no. surprised? Yeah, I mean, that's a, a traditional Irish name. It was Cokey, actually. Get your ass over here to Cokeana. <laughs> My name is Cokey and you know it. <laughs> People called her Shrone Morua because of it. I'm Which assuming... Which means big red nose. I, it's cocaine nose, actually. I don't have any... <laughs> confirmation of that but i assume it means big red nose because things have been translating pretty directly sorry i'm late for the scissoring lass anyway the deal was made a third time and in exchange the queen found a dozen fine shirts manly blouses i bet yeah lying casually on the table during her next early morning visit you know what that means Royal wedding, baby! You still need that soundboard. Degeneration X! Everybody was talking about it. 
It was grand, of course. It was for the beloved prince. This beloved prince is going to marry this lazy bitch and she doesn't <laughs> even know she's lazy. This is the happiest day of my life. Look at all these people. Oh my God. Pop a lot of drink. Came in a fucking whiskey. Notice your tits. Anastasia's poor mother, bewildered but relieved, was there as well. And the queen could not stop gushing about those new and lovely shirts. Look at these new and lovely shirts. I'm gushing. Gushed, oh yes. And told Anastasia how happy she would be spending time together after the honeymoon, spinning, weaving, and sewing shirts and shifts without end. Well, Anastasia didn't like that much. And neither did her new husband. What was the point of a beautiful, blushing bride who was always working too much to bone? Hey, Mom, I'm trying to get my freak on in Irish. And what happened to his mother's beloved work-break system of balance? Mm-hmm. Before the prince could protest, the footman approached their head table and addressed Anastasia. Your ladyship's aunt... Old woman Bigfoot would like to be invited in to celebrate. Who? Quick to forget all she owed the likely fae creature, the bride blushed and hoped the floor would swallow her up. But it did not. The prince was much more welcoming and polite, though, and declared that any relation of his bride's would always be welcome in their presence. Let that big-footed bitch in here. <laughs> I got something to say. Go get me a julep, too. In so, Irish. So the woman entered and sat near the prince. The queen didn't love that and laid out some socially awkward, nosy spite that sheds a decent bit of light on the prince's first rude interaction in this tale. Ma'am... Why is your nasty foot so big? She asked. Oh, God, it's stuck in an elephant's asshole, if you must know. (laughs) That's not what happened, guys. I just made that up. I'm glad glad you clarified. Oh, I won the kickball championship of 1942. Oh, your majesty. Why, I, I was standing all my life at the spinning wheel. That's how it got so big and swollen. On one foot? Like... Well, you only need... Think of the piano. You're not using Yeah, because you got to use your foot to, to hit that pedal. Yeah, but like... You're not using both feet. Exactly, but like... So she could so switch them. So one got big and swollen. She could switch them. Right. But she didn't. So one got big point. and swollen. Mm-hmm. I picture these people as midgets. So, like, they're probably... I don't see a lot of pianists being like, hope my right foot don't get swollen and She's... switch to the left. Well, like, if it was hurting and starting to, like, grow in size, you might be like, oh. Don't need to use that bitch anymore. I don't see a lot of people. You're providing an excuse for a pretty princess. You know what? I don't see a lot of people driving with their left foot either, but I'm not watching them. I drive (laughs) with my left foot sometimes. I'd be like, let me do this Sometimes I drive, I I put that bitch on on, uh, cruise control and cross Mm -hmm. my legs. I'd be like, If I'm on a road trip. I do that. My foot's starting to get a little bit big on this side. (laughs) And it's like my stomping foot for this pedal. Hey, does this look swollen? (laughs) Let me just stand on this one for a while and use my other foot as a stomping foot. That makes sense. And we're back. I can't do it like you can. And we're back. 
Big money, big prizes. I love it. <laughs> the Queen's promise of work till we die yeah. for his bride fresh on his mind. The prince panicked. I will never. Well, I'm sorry, I need my man voice. <laughs> I will never let you spend a single hour at such a spinning wheel. He promised Anastasia, overriding his mother's wishes. The footman approached again. Now, he, and he said, "Hey, this that bitch with that big foot. She taken. You know, I'm the footman. I'm the footman. You know, I got a thing for them feet. You know, and that that little old bitch over there. She got you know a big the one. The one hunched over her. Yeah, oh, yeah, hunched, hunched yeah. Big foot. Oh yeah. What's hey, big foot. Where them titties at? <laughs> hey, girl, I got you. Hey, let me get another drink. <laughs> what you drinking now? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right, we're back no. again. <laughs> Here we go. I I thought of an old woman. You're like, where them titties at? And I was like, and their tits hang low down hey, to the floor. Hey, hey. Do your tits hang low? Do they wobble, wobble to, to and fro? fro? Can you tie them in a knot? Can, Can you, you tie them in a bow? bow? Can you throw them over your shoulder like Ooh. a cotton needle? So do hey, them titties, titties hang, hang low to the flow? No, mine are perky. Anyway. Mine aren't. <laughs> the footman approached again. Now, Anastasia's aunt old woman wide hips wished to enter. Anastasia was shamefaced all over again. But the prince was still cordial and friendly. The second little woman entered and drank to the health of all present. Oh, yeah. But the queen was at it again. Ma'am, why do your hips stretch so wide? The woman explained it was due to spending her whole life sitting at the loom. And that was that. The prince, to preserve his wife's beauty, declared to all that she would never work another minute at a loom. Oh, hell no. She ain't ending up like (laughs) y'all. She ain't having them birthing hips. Hell no. Rinse and repeat. Footman approached. Auntie Big Red Nose, not to be confused with Rudolph, was outside. The prince invited her the same as those before, claiming her visit would honor them while conveniently missing how embarrassed his bride looked beside him. Oh, oh shit, he gonna find out? He gonna find out? He gonna I didn't weave shit? He gonna find out? The woman entered, and everyone she passed lowered their heads into goblets and glasses to hide their grins. About that big ass nose. Hey, hey, bud. Hey, hey, hide that cocaine. Where did I go? I, 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 I ain't sharing with her. She gonna sniff it all out. Mind, mind you, this whole conversation was in Irish. But not the queen. No, no, ma'am. Please tell us why your nose is so massive and red. Ma'am, how did you get that shirt over that snoz? It, it keeps me awake so I can spin my loom to make all them shades I was wearing. <laughs> Surprised as she was, the old lady explained that she spent her life bent over her hey. stitching. Oh. And uh, all the blood in her body ran mm. into her nose. That's a solid argument. Yeah. You spent your I whole mean, life when blood rushes over. to... You know what? Never mind. You know. We've the, all been there. 
The prince charmingly promised his bride that if he ever so much as glimpsed a needle in her hand, he would run. So basically he's saying, if you ever start to do shit that makes you ugly, we ain't fucking with you no you more. Ain't never gonna work. Ever. And which is, honestly, the best thing that could happen to that bitch because she was lazy as fuck and don't want right. to do anything anyway. She's just like, oh. So follow okay. your dream, dreams, ladies and gentlemen. Be a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, don't work. And guess what? We're, we're going to address that in a second. Actually. Okay. <laughs> Getting ahead of ourselves for the first time ever. In Irish. <laughs> he would run hard and he would. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! The universe works against me. That is the conclusion I am drawing here. Why does this taste like quackwa? You guys are going to be adults for a second. Okay. I wrote a fucking song for you. Okay. You wrote a song? You're going to sing it. You should have said that instead of saying I didn't write any scripts. Right. You should have let off of that. He ran hard and he would run far. 100 miles away from her. He would run 100 miles and he would run 100 more to escape an ugly, ugly wife. No more would he would ever bone her. There we go. And I promised a lesson. So here it is, directly written into the tale itself. The moral is not that Anastasia got away with it all and never had to work a day in her life. No. None of you will ever thrive as she did if you imitate her rampant laziness. For she was beautiful beyond compare, which none of you are. And she also had three powerful fairies to aid her. There's no more magic and no more fairies. No prince or lord will casually ride by and take notice of you from their posh cars, whether you idle about or work like a pleb. And it's quite likely the prince and princess were not so happy later on. When world weariness reached their doors in the form of basic responsibility, and old age robbed them of their beauty. So there you have it. We're all ugly, and magic is dead. Love is only for the rich, and they don't want no poor people. And even the beautiful will rot. And even if they accept you, you aren't one of them. Happy Monday, love you all. Fuck Disney. Speaking of magic, that's that's how I tie that in there. I like that. But yeah, that was that was actually written into the tale. Was it? It got to the mm. end, and it was like, and none of you be lazy because you're all ugly little shit. It's like, <laughs> it's like when everybody tried to attack Gandalf in the forest, and Gimli was like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." And Gandalf was like, it's fine, man. Like, you can't hurt me. In fact, none of you can hurt me. And then he rolled his eyes back <laughs> and stole every last one of their souls. Well, basically what the story says is you aren't going to get a life of leisure by being lazy. So work your ass off for the company you're with because if you do that, 
you're still not going to become wealthy because they're using you for their own demise, their own gains, Gain. rather, mm-hmm. not demise. Your demise. Their Your demise, their gain. Yes. So, basically, what this story says is you aren't one of them. No matter what you do, you will never be one of them. Fight the fucking machine. That's what I get from it. Miles? Well, I mean, maybe not as adamantly, but along those same lines, I agree. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to draw boundaries and lines and everything and say, you know what, I... I work hard, not like old girl in the story, but I work hard and these are my limits. You also have to check yourself. You can't allow yourself to get so lazy that you have no standards. You don't do anything. You just lay around all day. You lay in bed and you don't try to make yourself a better person. There's a limit. There's a boundary. Find that happy medium. You don't have fairies. You don't have goblins, ghouls, any kind of spiritual or supernatural entity to help you do what you got to do. So you have to find within reason what helps you achieve your goals. The only person that can help you in this world is yourself. yourself. So look out for yourself and the people that truly love you. Truly love you. Not those two-faced people that pretend to be friends or... Say they got your back because anybody can say anything, but you should judge an individual by the actions that they show you. Yes. So. Because people will judge, but it's all about the action. And you're never going to make anybody happy. Ever. Well, you're not, excuse me, you're never going to make everybody happy is what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, I was with you. I was going to say the modern message basically boils down to self-care. There's taking care of yourself and there's indulging yourself. Yes. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. Don't be overindulgent. So our lazy beauty, Anastasia, was selfish. 100%. Mm -hmm. There are some people who find themselves in a similar state because of depression. That's different. True. Different. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you will only self-improve if you push yourself to do it. And it's a hard thing to do. And the other thing, too, <laughs> if you don't know how or if you don't really see the point of not overindulging and just being lazy, find help. Find friends. Mm-hmm. Find somebody who can help you see or find a way to be more productive. Find a way to motivate yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Motivate yourself first. But if that's not working. Yeah. I know. For sure. Like, no. Oh, I'm not, I, I did not, my not, best. Whatever. I guess I'll just no, back down and For sure. Myself. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Find somebody to help you diddle. I recently, <laughs> I recently picked up music, and I think that has done like wonders for yeah. my fucking mental stability and mental state of mind. Point is, find yourself an outlet. Take care of yourself. You do you. Nobody's going to love you as much as you should love yourself. Don't be Anastasia. Yes, and find whichever release works for you, whether it's music, sports. Writing a book, whatever. Or bringing it back around, diddling. <laughs> find what works for you and find your happiness in it. Don't look for perfection. Just look for your happiness in that moment. Of and progress, right. however small. Progress and you don't, doing what you love. The, the one note I want to add is you don't have to be perfect at something to apply effort to it. That's that true. That effort is admirable. Anastasia didn't try at all. 
And to be honest, the cynical viewpoint of the fairy tale, she probably did die pretty fucking miserable. Everything that came of value to her through other parties, like the prince, would have faded with time because she didn't have any value in herself or building skills. If you are able to type faster than you typed last year for your data entry job, you have made growth and achievement. Find the things that you can take pride in. Don't compare yourself to other people. The grass is always greener on the other side. You don't got to fall into that trap. Do what's good for you. Well, I'm tired of sucking everybody's dick and being positive. Well, good thing we have a podcast. <laughs> well i was just trying to end it on a normal note because all this mushy shit makes me uncomfortable i don't take compliments will well i love you both and i value you as people well that's just poor judgment (laughs) i tolerate both of you very much the bottom of my that's more like it. There we go. Because that's where the feelings are. At the bottom. At the bottom. And with that. (laughs) Dragons drink bourbon. But but we three drink more. Signing off. So people that make a lot of money can be offensive, but I get in trouble. Right. Yeah, I yeah can't, that's literally I, how it works. I can't say whatever I want to at work because I'm privileged. Because my job has standards. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Watch anyway. out for its employee. Original music by Maria Vincent and art by Something by LP. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ddb.podcast. You may also email us at dragonsdrinkbourbon at gmail.com. It's all the same. Just everything is the yeah. same. <laughs> Can we get an Australian accent? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, East Islander. Oh, yeah, that's my best one. <laughs> <laughs>